0: The following segment is from Monday, Football Monday, on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one.
2: Michael, it is good to see your face again and talk with you. How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. It's been a
1: while. Good to see your face as well. It's uh, good to see someone else who shares this great name uh, that we have. Overall, good to be talking football.
2: Yeah, man, and I hope to see you again soon. We'll see what happens with the Senior Bowl and and all that stuff. But uh, I, w- I would love to have a, a couple of a couple of twenty beers with you. But let, let, look, <laughs> the reason that we're here today is to talk some football. Let's start by addressing this Chargers Bills game, which resulted in a twenty seven to seventeen win for the Bills. The Chargers fall to three and eight. And look, the Bills are tough. It's not the loss that hurts; it's the manner in which these losses keep happening which seemed entire pre- entirely preventable, especially in this one. Walk us through some of the egregious things from the Chargers side on this one.
1: So I felt this game became a classic Chargers gaffe from the very beginning. And I, I know we're going to talk about the mistakes with Anthony Lynn and, and the mismanagement and stuff like that, but this game had more than just you know that note. It had egregious special teams errors where – The Chargers allow their opponents. I think right now they average allowing their opponent to start at their 30, or excuse me, yeah, their 35 or (laughs) forward. I think on the first nine drives for the Bills, I think seven of them were on the 35 plus. I think three or four were on the 40 plus. Um, There were boneheaded penalties. Two of them by second-year defensive tackle Jerry Tillery, who was playing defensive end. Uh, this week, because of Melvin Ingram's injury, they kind of kicked him out. Both of them led to touchdowns for the Bills. And then, obviously, we can get into some of the, the clock mismanagement, the, these, these calls that I think majority of NFL fans sometimes, occasionally, a couple times a year, watch their coach do something stupid. The Chargers, on a weekly basis, Anthony Lynn, on a weekly basis, is wasting timeouts. He's wasting clock time. And he's making or actually Shane Steichen, I should say, because Lynn says he has no call in play calling on offense with these egregious play calls from you know within the five yard line. The back to back goal line fades this week, completing a Hail Mary and then running it. So there's a minute on the clock. I mean, I, I could go on and on. But for the most part, this game was almost winnable. If you think about the Chargers having three turnovers. In the Mm. fourth quarter. I think it was in a span of seven minutes, a little over seven minutes. They got three turnovers. And this Chargers team was one of three teams heading into this game without double digit takeaways on the year. So this is unfathomable. They got three points off of three turnovers. Yeah. So it just adds up and adds up. And this game was just the latest in a line of horrible, horrible decisions and the lot. It was just a classic Chargers game.
2: Yeah. Everybody knows about the the run with no timeouts. Everybody knows about the QB sneak with pass protection. We, we, we've all seen those, but there's so much that goes into charging as you just uh, laid out there, especially with the special teams, which is the worst special teams unit in the league for sure. Because of this and because of all of that, do you expect to see head coach Anthony Lynn fired into the sun sooner than later? What What's the projection there?
1: In my heart of hearts, I think he stays with the team. I The Chargers have this have an odd sense of loyalty to their veteran players, to their coaches. Um, I thought they held on to Mike McCoy way longer than they needed to. Yeah. So my gut says that he he hangs on for the rest of the season. But I think he's already kind of opened the door for his departure. It's just not it's just a matter of like when not if at this moment.
2: And and let's let's shift to the, the focus for the Chargers, at least where the focus should be in terms of their quarterback situation, because Justin Herbert, right, the odds on favorite to win rookie of the year, you struck it seems like you struck gold with a guy. I, I think if you asked most people before the draft, they would have said, and I know I said this, that Herbert obviously had an elite set of tools, but there were holes in his evaluation because of what he was asked to do schematically. At Oregon, which was a lot of perimeter throws, knew the line of scrimmage, didn't have to read the middle of the defenses all that much. What have you been surprised by with Herbert, the NFL quarterback? What's
1: blown me away is his success uh, against pressure and yeah. his ability to bounce back from some of these rough starts, even in his yeah. first start against the Chiefs. A couple of his throws, he airmailed you know, some easy stuff. I think as recently as the Jets game on the first or second drive of the game, he airmailed one to Keenan Allen on what would have been an easy third down conversion. So those things are still there. But for this kid to pretty much hunker down, settle in and finish a lot of these games super strong. And again, this guy's thrown for 300 plus yards in six of his 10 games this season ties Andrew Luck's NFL record uh, in that facet. He He's able to bounce back. And I think that is such a veteran thing that you don't see from a lot of young quarterbacks. Usually if they start bad, you can kind of saddle up and just say uh, it's going to be one of those games. So he's been incredibly impressive in, in that facet. And then he he's looking like he needs to in off-platform broken play type stuff. The way Deshaun, Mahomes, a lot of these guys are able to extend plays and, and, and feel confident enough to find a guy, let it rip, and, and and he's having success here. I mean it's you saw against the Jets that bullet he fired a Keenan Allen with with a defender on him, but his back was turned, so he threw it where he needed to, just got over the defender's ham. Special quarterbacks make those types of plays. You don't see from a lot of veteran quarterbacks, but guys like Herbert, Mahomes, Deshaun, they do it on a consistent basis, and that's why I think Herbert has shown, even in a small sample size his first season, that he's going to be special.
2: So you have him to look forward to, and if I'm going to yet again buy the Chargers offseason hype, which is a trap that all of us have fallen into, uh, if, I'm, if I'm buying that hype going into the 2021 season – what are a few things about this team that I'm hanging my hat on with that projection? What about it makes it like an attractive landing spot for a potential head coach hire? What are you looking at?
1: Yeah, besides Herbert, obviously you look at the offensive weaponry around him. And it's not just like this isn't a, a young quarterback who happens to have good stuff around him. He's a, he's a good young quarterback with good young talent around him. And he's already developed really good chemistry with those best weapons. What I think is one of the most striking things about Herbert, again, what makes this job so appealing is that even when he doesn't have or doesn't use his best weapons, he's still able to find success with a bunch of undrafted free agents, Tyron yeah. Johnson, Jalen Guyton, Donald Parham. I don't think the numbers as as 50-50 now, but I think when he had 16 or 17 total touchdown passes, half of them were to UDFAs. So offensively, that's a fantastic thing to have. Defensively, hoping to God Derwin James doesn't continue to keep getting hurt, but you still right. have Derwin James, right? You have Joey Bosa, who just went full Superman against the bills this week just an incredible stat line three sacks six tackles for loss absolutely incredible and drew tranquil was a guy who everyone really thought was going to have a breakout year obviously got hurt for the season in the first game against the Bengals. but kenneth murray you know he is what he is he he is the player he was in college at least as of right now but ton of potential there so you do have some good young defensive uh pieces as well on top of a guy who received such a big contract with joey bosa and has shown he's you know, he's worth that contract. So there is plenty to be excited about. But as of right now, a new head coach looks to be the thing probably keeping this team back.
0: Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.